So you walk through the produce section of the grocery store, right? And you see all that great, the produce, the vegetables there. You know you should buy some of those bad boys. And then you remember all that month, a month-old, sorry, uh, drawer full of rotting produce that's back at your home, right? So how do we incorporate healthier foods into our diet? We're talking about it next on the Matt Townsend Show. Good afternoon, I'm Katie Jarvis with Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio News. President Obama and other world leaders have begun discussing the European economic crisis at a summit in Mexico that will continue through this week. The president says this weekend's Greek election indicates a positive prospect for a new government in Athens that'll cooperate with Europe instead of bailing on the Eurozone. Meeting with Mexico's Felipe Calderon before the summit officially began at Los Cabos, the president pointed to a busy day and a half of talking economics. The world is concerned about uh, the uh, slowing of growth saying world leaders have to do what's necessary to stabilize the global financial system while avoiding protectionism. I'm Sagar Megani. Federal judges in the Ninth Circuit appear to be going ahead with plans to host their annual conference in Maui, defending the sunny location as cost-effective despite concerns from lawmakers. Representatives said planners looked at other sites in the Western Circuit area, including Alaska and Idaho, but found a good deal on Maui. The official website for the Judicial Conference stresses that government funds are not used for any recreational or sporting activities. And speaking of the Supreme Court, a Supreme Court ruling was expected today at 10 a.m. for President Obama's health care law, but it wasn't released. It is expected within the month with the next release date for decisions this Thursday. There's plenty of speculation about the Supreme Court's upcoming ruling on President Obama's health care law. Public health law expert Lawrence Gostin says if a much criticized piece of the law goes, so may other parts of the health overhaul. If the mandate is struck down, it literally means that all of those other provisions can't be paid for. We can't afford them. Some Republicans in Congress already are talking about passing anew the more popular pieces of the health law. Sandy Kozell, Washington. GOP presidential candidate Mitt Romney isn't commenting on if he would overturn President Obama's recent immigration order. Bob Schieffer asked Romney about the new policy a number of times on CBS's Face the Nation. I won't keep on about this, but just to make sure I understand, would you leave this in place? Romney's response? We'll look at that setting as we as we reach that. The policy allows some young illegal immigrants to stay in the country. Romney wants to see something long term. He calls the president's policy a stopgap measure. This is something he would have taken up in his first three and a half years, not in his uh, last few months. The Obama administration says the policy will affect as many as 800,000 immigrants who have lived in fear of deportation. I'm Ed Donahue. And that is the news. This is Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Katie Jarvis. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I am your host, Matt Townsend, your relationship and life coach. And uh, we do what we can every day on this show to help you and your loved ones grow healthy, happier lives. Hopefully save you a little pain, increase your endurance. And today we are going to do just that. We're going to be tackling 
one of the biggest, I believe, issues of health that exists. It's your diet. It's what you're consuming. It's what you're putting in that crazy flapper of yours that's under your nose. What are you eating, for heaven's sakes? We're going to be talking about healthy foods and trying to untangle some of the myths, some of the confusion about what we should be eating, what we shouldn't be eating. A lot of this comes from the mere fact that I just went to the doctor. (laughs) And I knew I would be considered healthier because I had given up carbonated beverages as well as um, caffeinated carbonated beverages, the uh, high lead, high octane version. And so I knew I was going to be healthier. In fact, I even knew I had probably lost weight. Now, I couldn't be sure because we don't own a scale at our house. So I just knew, you know, my pants were fitting a little bit better. Life was good. Everything was going very well. Then I went to the doctor and that jerk delivered the worst information to me ever. He told me I had gained weight, gained weight from three months earlier, which made me so mad uh, that I told him, no, he's gained weight. And then we got in a really weird fight, and it was embarrassing. But um, you know what? I'm paying him. He's not paying me. So I got mad at him. Now I don't know if I'll ever go back to him. But how could I gain weight if I got off of carbonated beverages? It wasn't even sugared beverages. They were diet caffeinated beverages. I should have been healthier. I should have been happier. My kids should be closer to me. And they actually are. But uh, food's not good. So I'm trying to figure out today, how do we sort through all of this stuff? Now, think of this. When I grew up, you know, they just gave you food and you just ate it and you didn't question. You didn't wonder where it came from. And you didn't ever wonder if it was whole or not whole. To me, it was whole until you ate it. Then it was gone. And there's the organic. And then there's free range. Okay. Free range to me was when you could hit a bucket of balls for free. And now all of a sudden it means no. It means how your chicken lives before it dies. Whole grains, carbs, proteins, fats, glucose, fructose. There's wars going on between sugars that we don't even know about. Antioxidants. What the world is that? Um, Fats, trans fats, sodium, all of this stuff is taking over, and it's getting more and more confusing to know what is real and what isn't real. And I don't know what to do about it, because I know apparently I'm gaining weight, and I don't even mean to, and I don't even know where to begin. Which one of that list do I begin on? Do I begin on the whole foods? Maybe my wife tells me if I'd have half a sandwich instead of a whole sandwich, I'd probably be skinnier. And again, I think that's rude. No need to be rude. Um, I don't know who to believe either, because as we get into this, um, we're being marketed by organizations that make money on all of these confusion, selling their wares as something better. Now, let me give you an example. On the the website cracked.com, they gave a list of eight health foods that are bad for your health. These should be healthy things, right? So there's some companies out there you may have heard of, and we're going to try not to like throw name brands out if we can, but um, there's some... There's some uh, water being sold, okay? Now we're selling water. Do you remember when you used to just stick your head under the tap as a kid? Now you're buying a bottle of water. But now some of the water has vitamins in it. And apparently a bottle of vitamin water contains about 32.5 grams of sugar. Okay, that's good though, right? Vitamin water, it's got vitamins. Except, did you know that a Snickers bar contains 30 grams of sugar? So that's my point. I should just have Snickers, 
I should have Snickers and not drink the bottled water or bran muffins. You ever just grabbed a bran muffin because you know that's going to be healthier, except for the fact that a bran muffin contains almost the same caloric content as a sausage McMuffin. How about a granola bar? That'll be good. But a, a pretty basic granola bar can have as much fat and calories as a Snickers bar, and it's half the size. See, I think we keep defaulting to Snickers. They're probably good for you because they have peanuts in them. Um, Chewable vitamins apparently make uh, vitamin C tablets can make your teeth erode. A lot of the fish that we're out there eating have trace amounts of mercury. So let's go eat the farmed fish, right, because they'll be safer. Well, no, 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 no. Apparently there's pesticides running off into the water. I mean, where do we eat, for crying out loud? One of my favorite salads, and I hardly ever eat a salad, um, but one of my favorite salads is the Mandarin chicken salad. I won't name names, but it's at a local fast food restaurant. And it apparently contains more fat, sugar, and carbs and total calories than a double-stacked cheeseburger. See, my point, eat the cheeseburger. Eat the cheeseburger. Then you don't have to... You don't have to contaminate yourself with all of that salad, chicken stuff. Protein shakes apparently aren't that healthy for you unless you're doing some extreme workouts. A lot of times your body just reconverts the protein back into fat. Anyway, I don't know where to begin. I honestly don't because I want to be healthy and I'm confused. So today on the show, we are going to pick it apart and figure out what is going on. We're bringing in a BYU professor of nutrition sciences who's going to help us cut through this craziness, and we're going to make sense of it. Now, but before we do, changing your diet, you know, it's going to be really tricky business. You got to do it the proper way, the right way, but it can also be healthy, right? It's a necessary change. Here is a featurette from one of our producers, Corinne Collins, talking about the ways in which her family has been positively influenced by dietary changes. I'm sure you won't mind me telling you this, but my dad used to be a bit bigger than he is now. There was definitely a reason people used to call him Big Tone, or even better, Fat Tony. But since being diagnosed with diabetes a couple of years ago, he probably deserves the name Slim Jim because he's fitter and healthier than perhaps ever before. In fact, he doesn't have diabetes anymore. Along with incorporating regular exercise into his daily routine, my dad did a complete overhaul of his diet and moved from high sugar, high fat meals to lean proteins, vegetables, fruits and whole grains. My dad eats only whole wheat pastas and breads as well as oats and brown rice. His diet consists of mostly vegetables and fruit, and if he does eat meat, it's usually chicken or fish. And research interestingly links this kind of diet with improved quality of life. In a 2012 study analysing the effects of a Mediterranean diet of fruit, vegetables, beans, peas, chickpeas, lentils, fish, olive oil and nuts, 11,000 university students were monitored over a four-year period. And after a self-evaluation, the students following a Mediterranean diet ranked themselves as having a higher quality of life in terms of physical and mental well-being. And I think Big Tone would say the same, as would I. After observing my dad's turnaround, I decided to research the potential effects that diet can have on a chronic illness that I suffer from, and as a result converted to veganism. And while I miss eating the occasional hamburger, or ice cream, or cheese, and I can't eat most store-bought bread or potato chips or candy, I can honestly say that I feel better and my pain is more manageable. 
Obviously, this is not the only solution to physical illness and not the only way to live a healthy life. But in my family, dietary changes have been the start of healthy and happier lifestyles. And while my mother and I mock my dad for obsessively drinking pomegranate juice, eating five bananas a day and refusing to eat potatoes, he's not the unhealthy fat Tony that he was. And that's what we think is most important. Excellent. See, there's answers. You, can, you don't have to be fat Tony. I don't have to be fat Matt. I can be different. I can be healthy. In fact, I didn't even know there was a Mediterranean diet. I thought a Mediterranean diet was like a Euro combo with fries and a large diet beverage um, and baklava on the side. We can be healthier, right? That's what we're going to try to figure out. How do we do it? How do we cut through a lot of this hype? How do we discern... Whole foods versus all the rest of the foods, organic, free-range, whole grain. What do we do? What are we supposed to believe? And if we're going to really try to improve our health and what we're eating, how do we do that? And we're going to be bringing on, again, a BYU professor, Tori Parker, um, who is going to seriously help us cut through some of this stuff. And if we can, try to make a healthier, happier approach to how we eat and maybe not just have to eat bananas And um, I don't know what else you eat. Soda crackers. Apparently, we need more than that, some proteins, and we're going to cut through it. Folks, this is the Matt Townsend Show. We're doing what we can to give you the tools to live and to make a healthier life for yourself. Join us after this break right here on the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. If you're an inventor that likes a challenge, NASA is looking for your revolutionary ideas. This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories behind the ideas that shape our future. With the space shuttle's final flight complete, some people might believe that NASA is grounded. But the agency is stretching forward with even loftier goals. This means they are looking for revolutionary solutions to some of their toughest engineering problems. Since 2005, NASA's Centennial Challenges program has awarded prize money to both private individuals and groups that successfully create groundbreaking innovations. By making awards based on actual achievements instead of proposals, the challenges spur low-cost and highly creative solutions to engineering obstacles. The program also gives the public an easy way to help NASA create the future of space exploration. The scope and complexity of each competition is varied, with some of the prizes totaling over a million dollars There's plenty of incentive to get in the game. Upcoming challenges include beaming power to a lunar rover, a sample return robot, a nano-satellite launch system, and a night rover competition. To learn more and to find out how you can get involved, visit nasa.gov forward slash challenges. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Rubino. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us. What song changed my life? There are a lot of songs that have changed my life. It's a totally brutal question to try and answer. Every musician has that one song that changed their life. Join Tony Award winner Lea Salonga, American Idol finalist Brooke White, and more of your favorite artists as they explore their lives before and after they heard that one song that changed everything. Watch The Song That Changed My Life, Monday nights at 7.30 on BYU-TV. Sirius XM 143. BYU Radio. 
to the country. I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country. I'm gonna eat me a lot of peaches. Yes. I'm moving to the country. I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. So, folks, that's the answer. If you if you want to be healthier, you got to move to the country and eat a lot of peaches. Oh wow! Welcome back to the Matt Townsend Show, everybody. Moving to the country, gonna eat a lot of peaches. We're trying to figure out how to eat healthier, better whole foods, and really try to cut through some of the. I don't know if it's hype. I don't know. It's probably hype. Um, what it is? We brought on Dr. Tony Parker, who is a professor of nutritional sciences at Brigham Young University, um, and he's gonna in, he's gonna give us some incredible insight. Right, specific research interests that he's working on are the effects of antioxidants found in fruit and processing and storage of fruit. So if you have uh you know if you have somebody you know that seriously needs to figure out how to eat healthier and how to store their fruit, this is the man. Tony Parker, thanks for joining us. Good to be here. Good to have you. Now you heard my intro where life's just crazy. Did you hear my long list of stuff that just is getting in the way of my little brain? <laughs> I All sure of did. those things that I don't know where to begin. I don't know which is which and which is better. But can you tell me where do we begin? We're supposed to be healthy. Nutrition's supposed to be easy. It seems like it's just getting more complicated. It does. Yeah, the more that you, more products that come out, the more complicated it gets. Well, so does this have? Uh, w- let me give you a good example yeah. from my life. One that I got upset about. Now, you just mentioned I study antioxidants. Yeah. So I went out and I bought. Well, first of all, describe oh, an antioxidant. Okay, that's a good point. An antioxidant is something in a fruit. In my case, you can find them in vegetables and too, and grains and beans and all that good stuff. But those antioxidants are there to. I, the way I think about it, they're to protect our bodies. They right. do something. They pretend, prevent oxidation, something that happens as like part rust. of our – Like rust. That's right. Is it like – so it keeps us uh, – It keeps us going. Cleaner. Yeah. Our body makes oxidants and the environment gives us oxidants. Yeah. And actually another thing, refined foods or non-whole foods are not they, – they produce that oxidation in the body oh, as well. Oh, they do. Yeah. Yeah. So just because they're whole foods doesn't mean it's an, an inherent antioxidant. Well, Sorry. the whole foods, whole foods have them, yes. The refined foods, the ones not. that don't, that are not so whole. So we're getting back yeah, up, that's so right. to speak. Yeah, so you, okay, you yeah. get behind in your antioxidants if you eat the, yeah. the non-whole Okay, so what stuff. story were you going to tell about the antioxidants? Oh, well, well, I study these fruit antioxidants, yeah. and there's the whole big class of them. I mean, every color has a different type of antioxidant. They're all healthy and good for your body. And then I went out and, and I saw a product. Maybe I shouldn't mention the name, but there's a product out there that claims to contain antioxidants, a carbonated beverage. You were talking what? about carbonated okay, beverages yeah. earlier. It says right on the label, antioxidant. And it has wonderful pictures of fruit and all these lovely yeah, things on it. Yeah, because that makes it more marketable. <laughs> That's right. Then but I'll guess what? It. it doesn't have any fruit or any fruit antioxidants in it. They just put a little vitamin E and, and, and oh, call, that's that, call that up. good. So those kind of things. It's, I, I hate the deception because yeah. I know how important it is that we get those whole You foods. more than anybody. And you, you, so you're, you're trying to fight this battle of what's real. But that's then you right. fight the marketing of all of this that's just what's fake, I guess. Yeah. And then we're all caught in between. Plus the mere fact that it's hard. The whole food idea. Let's, I guess, get into that. because So a whole food is, I guess, any non-processed food. Yeah, anything that is the way it came off of the vine or it came yeah. off of the tree or off the bush or out of the ground, whatever like, it is, would be like, a whole food. Uh, like um, fried chicken. I'm not Okay, first you need to tell me which vine that came off of and then <laughs> like, we'll talk. I have never found a fried chicken leg on a vine. <laughs> so that wouldn't right, be. That's right, right. processed, I guess. Uh, it would be. The fried part makes it processed. So, so it's mainly you're talking fruits. Yeah, I'm talking vegetables, fruits and vegetables, grains, great. beans, those kind of things. Yeah. And those, right, those, that's where we need to be going. Whole yes. foods. Now, we've all known that. 
Yeah, is it, is yeah, it catching sure. on? I mean, is it? Do you sense it's catching on? After I tell CFC products where they pretend they have antioxidants, yeah. I sometimes wonder. Well, it's interesting. Maybe now they're just using that yeah. to market it. Yeah. At least they they're really marketing are. it that way. Some companies are doing better than others. Yeah. I mean, you see these pushes with uh, big cereal companies that are trying to make get more whole grain in their, right. in their products. And I think that's, that's a good thing. I'm sure there's still a lot of sugar in there, but at least they're emphasizing that they're trying to put a little more whole grain in it and make it a little, little healthier, a little yeah. better for you. Wow. I mean, seriously, I, you're, you've got a hard job. Because you know Thank what you. we're supposed to be eating. I know. And then – so what do you see? What else What else are you noticing that we're running into about just eating healthier? I guess A is the marketing. You've got to be less gullible well, to the marketing, I guess. Yeah, you know, most people don't know it. There are boards that support lots of fruits and vegetables, but they don't have nearly as much money as the company selling them. So there's your advertising and your exposure right. is, is, is really outranked by, by the marketing of the more processed products than than the products that are whole and and that kind of thing. There's, uh, now, are uh, all processed products bad for you? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I, you know what? And how do you that discern? I, I mean, I, we know the Twinkie is the perfect food because it'll last for years. It, and yeah, if all you're looking for is shelf life, then you're, you're set. You <laughs> can put a whole good. bunch of Twinkies, yeah. and put them off to the side, and, and you're set for yeah. life, right? Right. You can't really do that with uh, apples or something. No, yet, they right? see that they go bad. <laughs> and think of and they're expensive. So they're expensive and they go bad. And if we don't know what to do with them, and that's the other thing I guess too is nobody knows how to cook them. Nobody know. I mean, they do. But you know, how do you get your kids to eat spinach when I can get my kids to eat fries without even making the problem? Yeah, it's you know, it's an interesting point you talked about earlier about a salad versus the Big Mac. It's all right, yeah. calories are about the same, about the same. That's true. But at least in the salad, you get a little bit of those antioxidants right. we talked about. So there is. I would have to say that your salad's a little better choice than no, your double-decker right. cheeseburger. You, you kind of argued the other no, way. Right. I, I had to set you straight. I, I agree. No, yeah. I'm glad mm-hmm. you did because my doctor will appreciate that. <laughs> That's right. But maybe see, maybe you better go back. I, I do. I do. <laughs> you. Um, it, part of that is just also just a salad's probably healthier just because of how it's going to break down, what how you're processing it, higher fiber, I'm assuming, other benefits. Yeah, there's less processing. So you have the lettuce is kind of your base. Well, let's call the base the bun. And the bun mm-hmm. is no refined, refined white flour, right? <laughs> yeah. So there's no whole, wholeness left yeah. in that bun. No benefit and there. There is still some whole left in that lettuce. And yeah. so, so you get a little bit more positive value out of that on the antioxidant and the fiber side. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting. What, um, when you think kind of as a nutritionist, Looking at all of us lay folk that don't quite get it, do you ever just sit and look at it? Like your house. Let's go to your house. Your wife, how many kids do you have? Four. Four beautiful little kidlets. Do you yes. guys ever enjoy just a big box of Captain Crunch? I mean, become it, it to me, manna Do, do you really heaven. want to know, Julian, what yes. we do with our Captain Crunch? Do? All right. So here, here's the choice. If, it's, if the child chooses, let's have some Captain Crunch, well, then they have to have something else that's whole with it. Oh, great. So if they have mini wheats and Captain Crunch, that's fine. you got got all whole grain in there. Yeah, it's got some sugar on no, it. No, but, but that's get, great It's like saying, idea. all right, we're going to eat some Captain Crunch. You're going to eat some sugar, but let's do the salad version instead of the, that's great. the Big Mac version. And then we throw some dried fruit on there. So we always got fruit sitting around, something you can throw on there. And So you get the fruit and you get a little whole grain, and then you can enjoy your Captain Crunch. Well, and, so, and you're not so saying no. It. You're just saying sure. It just says it's balanced. So That's the principle right. you're teaching is balance. Yeah. It's not just abstaining from all things right. good. How did those Captain Crunch get in their house? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Who bought the Captain yeah. Crunch? <laughs> no one will admit to yeah. it, right? <laughs> <laughs> the little kids are bringing home Captain Crunch from their friend's house. No, it's They're smuggling fine. it. Yeah. So we have no problem with, with that great. kind of stuff. But as long as we mix it with something else, it's a great way to do it. Balance and um, and kind of just the idea that it doesn't have to be an all or nothing. It just – it can work. Like my kids will eat uh, 
like mini weeds or yeah. whatever. Sure. I, I never that's, thought that's of sprinkling something else in there. Yeah, for sure. Like fruit. That. Yeah. And they, like, that's just kind of the way we've always done it. And they're yeah. used to doing it that way. And, and it works out really well for us. What else do you sense that we're just kind of missing? When you think of nutrition, where, where are we really getting blindsided? Well, my first default is the fruit because that's what I that's what I principally study. Yeah. And so you've always got this choice between the cookie and the apple. And which do you choose? Well, the cookie tastes better. It's you yeah. don't have to chew all that peel. Yeah. I mean, these kind it's of things. You don't have to work. cut it. You don't right. have to work. You don't have to worry about it going bad. It'll it'll last for days. You know, yeah. no problem. Weeks maybe. So you always have that choice. But the big important thing about fruit is that those antioxidants are protecting us against the cookie. So what do I tell my my classes? I say, okay, all right, we'll go ahead and have the cookie, but make sure you eat the fruit too. You know, yeah. it's the same concept that we talked about with breakfast. That if you can mix that cookie and mix that apple together, you've got a great combination. And it kind of neutralizes itself. It it's does. like yeah. it's like having chili fries with an antacid. <laughs> Is that what you're saying, totally Tori? neutralizes it. Yeah. <laughs> it just yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> We're talking to Dr. Tori Parker, who is a PhD nutritional sciences professor at Brigham Young University. And I'm having fun with it, except it's just hard. It's hard. And then it's hard to compete. So you've been hearing all of these stories about the schools. In fact, New York is like saying, okay, all you're allowed now in New York City, I believe, is like 16 ounces of a – of a carbonated beverage. Trying to force the serving size down. Uh-huh. And, and our schools yeah. that are selling, uh, you know, caffeinated beverages and sugar-coated everything. Um, what are we – what do you feel about all of that? I mean I guess the idea is we want to instill in our families that there's a healthy balance and yet what? How, I guess this is effective. I mean trying to somehow legislate healthier living as well. We're getting more obese it's happening. It, yes, it is. Yes. What goes through the nutritionist's mind when you see everything that's going on? Well, first to talk about school lunch, the first thing you said, I, I remember back to friends of mine, that their lunch consisted of a bag of chips and a Diet Coke or oh, maybe yeah. it was regular Coke. I yeah. don't remember at the time. And so sure, the job should be the parents. If you don't send your child with a lunch, how do you get them to eat the school lunch, which has a little better nutrition? And, and that's really hard to do when those other choices are available. And and serving size is always deceptive. Right. You're always going to drink the whole bottle no matter how many serving yeah. sizes you don't want to waste. Side. There's yeah. people in third world countries that don't, that don't, don't have a Coca-Cola. That's, right. <laughs> that's so sad. But look at how we've kind of warped ourselves. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what do you think about government? I mean, I, you got to start somewhere. And it also seems like some of the poorer families that don't have the funding and, and the finances, they might just – we, in fact, they just might default to the, some of this. Some of the processed foods is just much cheaper. Yeah, I've seen conflicting reports. Some say, well, it's a lot cheaper to eat the processed stuff. And yeah, it is a little bit cheaper to, to make and produce some of these products. But uh, I've also seen some that says – others that say, well, if you if you buy the whole foods, it's not really that expensive. And But right. it all depends on, like you say, in your income and yeah. how much you can afford to do that. And maybe it just dep- it depends on just it, – it's the energy. <laughs> maybe this is like the – this is the spiral that happens where – we, we don't have enough energy to actually take and go and sit and make a salad. So instead we buy fast food, which doesn't give us energy. Anyway, I wonder if we're not in this weird spiral of – and it's hard to get out of. It is. It's a challenge. Yeah, and we, one change at a time is one thing that I'll often tell somebody. Or, well, if you still like that Captain Crunch, let's just see if you can't throw a little bit of fruit in there or yeah. add a little grain or something like that. That's not that hard to do. It's still a box of cereal. Just pour two at once instead of one or something yeah. like that. I, so, a, to me, that's fascinating. We're gonna um, When we come back from the break, I want to talk to you about what just a bunch of ideas. I want you to give us ideas for healthier living, just little things like the Captain Crunch. I think that's brilliant. I'm going to sneak it in on my kids. 
you should do it. Absolutely. They I mean, all notice. Um, but I sneak it. It's, you just, know, have to, it's, it's just what it is. What this is what do. we're doing. It's what you do and it's what they do. And yeah. Yeah. So I want you to give us ideas like how do we introduce more antioxidants? What are some of the best, easiest antioxidants we can sneak in there? How do we say no to just the habitual, let's just go through the quick drive through? It is a dollar menu now. That's right. Isn't I've got that? some great ideas for you. So and we'll, I also want to know how we'll some of these that. fast food places can keep their apples without browning. I'm wondering what that magic potion is. Uh, you are listening to the Matt Townsend Show. We will be back and uh, talking to Dr. Tori Parker, a nutritional sciences professor from Brigham Young University, untangling the confusion of healthy eating right here on the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Hey, Dad. Yeah. You remember that ball game we went to a couple years ago? Sure. And how you didn't have enough cash for two hot dogs, so you walked with me on your shoulders until we found an ATM? And then when we got back to our seats, we never saw the hot dog guy again. Well, I don't remember all that. Yeah, that was an awesome game. You never know which moments will be the ones they'll remember forever. So take time to be a dad today. Learn more at one eight seven seven four dad 411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Parenting can be a tricky business, and we all know families don't come with a handbook. That's why we can learn from world-traveling family coaches, the Ayers. Join the Ayers on the road for family, parenting, and general life advice Monday through Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern, on Sirius XM 143, BYU Radio. Good afternoon, I'm Katie Jarvis with Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio News. Summer is here and many people are heading to the beaches. Imagine spending three days creating a sand sculpture using 23 tons of sand and then having it destroyed in a moment. Sand sculptor Matt Long says he had a bad feeling when he left his project outside the South Street Seaport Museum Friday night. I don't think I gave it a 50-50 chance, honestly, of being here because it was, the bars were so packed. You know, there's nothing like a uh, good cold beer at the end of the day on the sand pile. And only one guard responsible for the area. So when Long came back Saturday and saw his 23-ton sand sculpture featuring a tall ship destroyed... It was devastating. Devastating. Your heart just sinks right out of you. Still determined, Long is rebuilding. Julie Walker, New York. Obesity is threatening the world's future food security, at least according to a study published today that calculated the weight of the global population at 316 million tons. Researchers from the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine said increasing levels of fatness around the world could have the same impact on global resources as an extra half a billion people. Despite only making up 5% of the world's population, the United States accounts for almost a third of the world's weight due to obesity. In contrast, Asia has more of the world's population, but only 13% of the world's weight due to obesity. The study was published to coincide with the largest ever United Nations conference, which will discuss sustainable development this week. And even if you can't go to London this year, you'll be able to see every single competition in the Summer Olympics, either online or on TV. Every sport, every single competition will be streamed live online or telecast by NBC and its cable networks. This is a big change for NBC. During the 2008 games, the network did stream several events, but would not live stream any of the top competitions. It was taping them for later broadcast in prime time. 
The network worried that fans who saw the events live online would not bother to watch NBC that night and that the ratings would sink. I'm Rita Foley. And critics are fit to be tied over Adidas' latest sneakers, which feature what looks like shackles attached to them. The shoes are due to be released in August, but they were previewed on Adidas' Facebook page this last Thursday, and many users left comments on the page's bulletin board ripping the day-glow orange shackles, saying they're particularly offensive to African Americans because they evoke imagery of slavery and prisoners on the chain gang. And there are growing numbers of protesters calling for a public boycott of the shoes. And that is the news. This is Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Katie Jarvis. Just eat it and shut up, you crazy kids. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic, tell me that doesn't bring back some memories. Yeah. Eat it. Okay, we're back to the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. We're talking about how to eat healthier foods. If you don't want Captain Crunch or Raisin Bran, how do you eat healthier foods? I guess Raisin Bran's supposed to be healthier. Because it's got raisins and bran. So it's a little bit better. Supposedly. We're talking to Dr. Tori Parker. Uh, He's a nutritional sciences professor at Brigham Young University. And we're we're not meaning to have fun. It's just to me, my doctor says I'm fat. And I think that he's rude. And he's completely accurate. And so we are going to fix this one way or another. We wanted to bring on an expert who can help us through this. And uh, Professor um, Professor Parker is helping us with that. Now, before we um, get back and start having you give us some ideas, I wanted to first of all play this little um, segment about juicing, and then I want your comments about juicing because to me, you can juice anything. That's what my father-in-law tells me. That's true. As long as you have a fast enough juicer blender thing, you can juice anything. And so we had him try to juice a steak, and it didn't work. Um, So we're going to go to Rob Sanders, one of my producers. He had this great idea. What if you could grind all of the veggies up and concentrate the nutrients into one convenient glass of yumminess? I found myself walking into a grocery store after watching a documentary that said you can juice your way to health. I'm like, great. So I picked up a few different types of vegetables that I thought would be good. And I figured the price is really cheap. Everything was like a dollar a pound. But when I got to the register, I found out I could have bought a steak dinner for that price. Regardless, I took everything home and started running it through the juicer and then brought it into work to see what my coworkers would think of the different types of things I've tried. For example, cantaloupe. Delightfully. Delightful. This is pretty good. It tastes like cantaloupe. Delicious. Honeydew. This is kind of scary looking. It's a bit green. It's nice. I like it. It's okay. I don't like honeydew, though. Then I got creative and started mixing carrot juice with tomato. It's palatable. It's not bad. I mean, it's not the best. That one's gross. It tastes like a little bit like dirt. Carrot juice with yellow squash. (laughs) Not bad. Not bad. This is not good. It tastes like the last one, but a little worse. Bland. <laughs> I don't know. I juiced some carrots and a potato. Ugh. This doesn't really taste of anything. Oh, that has a bad aftertaste. <laughs> it's just bland. It's just like nothing. Ew. Oh, my gosh. That one's really bad. 
Does it grow in the ground? Carrot juice and yam. That's better. That's pretty good. It's still weird, though. It's kind of a bit sweet. They're getting progressively worse. I have no idea what that is. Straight celery juice. I don't like the looks of this one already. This is a, an interesting color. It kind of looks like swamp water. <laughs> Took grass clippings from your yard and juiced the Doesn't them. taste good. <laughs> <laughs> an entire head of lettuce. Ad- <laughs> uh, an awful. Is that, ew. Is that beans? That one's lingering. <laughs> that is absolutely disgusting. That's foul. And for good measure, I mixed them all together. Redemption. This is okay. This one's not bad. It's still a little weird, but that's probably just the aftertaste from the other one. It's not as good as, like, good stuff. But... And that's what I find interesting. Certain juices like celery and potato are terrible by themselves, but when you mix it all together, it can taste okay. I kind of think of it as like a symphony opera. A trombone by itself or a sousaphone sounds terrible. But if you mix it with some violins and some flutes and some cellos and some basses, eh, it starts to sound okay. What's a sousaphone? I have no idea what a sousaphone is. Sousaphone. Sousaphone. Yeah, it's a sousaphone. It's a tuba. Is it? It's kind of, apparently, it's a lot like um, uh, celery that has been put in a blender. That's what you think a sousaphone sounds like? Yeah, or tastes, tastes like. like. Yeah. Interesting. Great, uh, great piece there by Rob Sanders. Um, actually, it's, it's funny. Ever since they did that this afternoon, all my people look healthier, more vibrant. They've probably had – they haven't had that many vegetables uh, at, on school campus for years. Sounds to me like they only took about a sip of it, so I know, I'm I, not sure. I don't though. think they got a real benefit. <laughs> Plus, who knows if they got the antioxidant benefit from it all. We are joined by Dr. Tori Parker, BYU professor – um, and he's helping us to gain a better insight into nutrition, what is healthy, what's not healthy. And I asked him before the break to be thinking about some ideas, some rules, some quick fixes. What do you think, Doc? What are the ways that we can just immediately start living a little healthier, eating healthier? Well, let me just tell you some of the things we do at our house. It's probably the easiest way to go. Yeah, you know those sure. those lovely little apple slice cutters yes. you just do one at a time? Yeah. That's so much faster. Yeah, and you can sure. instantly eat that apple one piece at a time. And that speeds up the rate at which they right. eat. Uh, I, I like to just cut an orange with a knife really quick instead of trying to peel the whole thing. And, right. Uh, anyway, those are just the first two things that came to my mind. Our kids really love fresh spinach if you dip it in ranch dressing. Really? And then you eat the fresh spinach. No, but what spinach. a great idea. My kids will yeah. eat anything with ranch. Yeah. And I, yeah, sure, you get a little more calories from the ranch dressing, but especially with kids, it's not a big deal. The calories aren't a problem. Uh, they're pretty active, and yeah. they're getting the spinach, and that's what's exciting That might to even me be more important. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really good. Or um, tell me about the – because the, my kids always are like, well, oh, I don't want the pill on the apple. And I'm oh, like, the peel? deal yeah. with it. That's the only thing healthy we're eating because uh, you don't want to start peeling – I mean, that stuff's good. Yeah, if you can get them to eat, eat the peel for sure. And, and most of the time we serve it with the peel to our kids and sometimes they'll just eat the white part and yes. that's all right. And sometimes they eat a little bit of the peel and I figure that's a success. Yeah. And sometimes they just more, – the more often, the more you're exposed to it, they just mm-hmm. accept that as, as a normal food and we do our best to make it taste good. Well, I started thinking about vegetables suddenly there. But Did you? Yeah, broccoli is the one that came up. Oh, yeah. I, I, I forgot the exact number. I didn't look it up again. But you, a lot of times with kids, you just repeated exposure. You just, just give them keep something 20 times and, right. and they get used to it or ins- try to inspire them to eat it with other things and then they get better at eating it. Or uh, That works. Or best of all, just um, bribe them with dessert. That's that true. Works, that works really well. Is, is, yeah. Can you think of a healthy dessert that would be fruit 
whole food. Okay, one of the uh, really good way to have fruit is just to cut up the fruit. We just bought some cherries from the kids on the side of the road just just the other day. They're just coming in now. Oh, I love that. And they were delicious. And so we uh, cut them. The kids don't mind. They really liked eating the the cherries, but uh, my wife cut them up and got the the pits out and then mixed them with a whole bunch of other fruits and then put it in in kind of a whipped cream sauce. And then all of a sudden, you're just eating mounds and mounds of fruit, (sighs) and and everybody loves it. And they're right off the vine. Yeah. Healthy whole foods. Uh, I love that. In fact, we went to a restaurant where they make their, your sandwich in front of you. Okay. And when my sons weren't looking, I had them put uh, spinach on. Because one said he didn't like lettuce. But spinach, no. Spinach, That's totally no. Yeah. And then I spent the next hour talking about Popeye <laughs> and how strong Popeye was because I grew up on Popeye. And yeah. then we went home, looked up a little Popeye on YouTube and showed him, see, it makes you strong. And it worked. And it worked. And they, and they got some spinach. Um, fascinating. What are some other ideas? What are other ways that you sneak it in on your meals, your breakfast? How else can you sneak in healthy foods to take to work? How do you do this? Well, most of the time for me, lunch is leftovers from dinner the night before. I mean, we come to the cardinal rules that I kind of establish for myself. And it takes a long time to really build right. your own diet to do this. But I, I always try to eat fruit with breakfast and vegetable with lunch and dinner. A simple thing. And my yeah. snack always needs to – an afternoon snack always needs to include fruit of some kind. And That's so I great. just made – gave these little rules of you know, Dr. Parker's rules of how to try to make sure he eats his fruits and vegetables every day. And then I just apply that to the best I can to my, to my kids. Whenever we get the chance, I eat in front of them and in, inspire That's, them to, just by example. It really is how you do it. Huh? You can't just – you can talk them into trying it. Yep. But you can't talk them into liking it. Nope. So then it's just the repetition. Yeah. And the repetition and any way to incentivize them that we can to get them. And again, throw in some whipped cream and you can make anything work. Yeah, another really good one is uh, whipped cream. That's an excellent idea. <laughs> another one that we like to do is uh, with vegetables or salsas or anything where sometimes they might say, oh, I don't want the onions or yeah. I don't want that. We just take the whole sauce and throw it in the blender and then bring it back out and, and there's your spaghetti sauce. And, and, and the pieces are so tiny and that the onions they can't are gone. take them. And the flavor, the, the strong bites of flavor that, that some yeah. of the adults might like but kids would pick out perhaps they or won't eat at all. Then mm-hmm. they, they don't even know it's there. It's amazing to me. I have a lot of clients and friends whose children have food allergies and other things. And it's amazing how careful they are and how they actually get – they are so careful about what they feed their child. We have a friend whose son has a peanut allergy. And they are so vigilant about what that boy eats. And yet I look at all of us and we aren't nearly that vigilant about just getting healthy food. No, we just eat whatever's most available or easiest to yeah. easiest to get a hold of because it, it takes a lot more time and thought and effort and all of those things to, yeah. to make it work if they're not just right there and ready. And so it takes takes some more work. That's true. What made you choose of this profession? If you could, I mean – a nutritionist, a but you're kind of you're an expert in like fruits and vegetables and antioxidants. You could have chosen any profession. Where did you like fall in love with this idea of health food? Uh, well, there you go. You you've said two of the three words. I, I got a job as a teenager at a health food store. Did you really? Yeah, and that's where it all began. And my dad was always kind of interested in this kind of stuff. He, yeah, he always had. There was always the loaf of white bread and the loaf of whole grain bread. That was dad's bread. You know, so yeah. he, he tried to, to incorporate some of these more more whole grain things, and so it was fun to to eat dad's bread. You know, that's kind of where it, where it started. Oh, and, then, and then after working there, I, I started to asking the questions of how and why and that kind of thing. And so as I began to learn how, the only way I could learn how and why was to to go study to study some more and get some more degrees. And that, just, that's where it went. Isn't that yeah. now? You're lucky you didn't work at McDonald's. 
I know. Then I might where would be in an entirely be different place. I might be designing those cheeseburgers That's to have ex- more beef patties. More beef. Yeah, how to get more yield out of your beef. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's fascinating, and I, I really do believe it's um, it's so important. And I and I think it's just not fair or right what we're doing to our kids because we're not setting them up to succeed down the road. They don't know. No, no. And, you have to teach them yeah. as you go. That, that's the hard part. That's true. And, it, and it's not – again, it's, it's more simple than we make it. Yeah. So some basic rules you would reiterate again are balance. You yes. can have – Junk. I don't know what else to call it. You can sure. have normal food. Have normal food. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But mix in some healthier options. Um, even mix in something that they will eat. I guess the key is eat. If you'll eat it, I almost don't care how it got there as long as it it's healthy-ish. Yeah, we get some fruit in you and get some vegetables in there along with the other stuff. And yeah, what, those are things. We what try to should do. we be eating? So as a nutritionist, like how many fruits and vegetables? What are? What is the goal? For an average adult male, that's our listening audience usually. Well, you know, I, the targets that you may have heard before is the five fruits and vegetables. More is always better in the yeah. fruits and vegetables. And we say that because most people have a hard time even getting to five, right? It's, yeah. it's a challenge for me and I study and think about this yeah. all the time. It's still, it's still not easy. Yeah. And so that's why I have these little rules of, OK, let's just try and get some fruit in here and let's – even if it's whatever I have, throw some cranberries on there, something like that. Yeah. When you go to work and you're sitting around and you're having a, like an office party with a bunch of nutritionists – what uh, what in the world is that like? I mean, do they just throw down a pizza? We do sometimes. Do yeah, we eat pretty pretty normal. The, the more you learn like? about nutrition, the more balanced you eat. The less extreme. You don't yeah. just throw things out. You you tend to find compromises and ways to to mix them in and, mm-hmm. and make it work. Yeah, I have do. a friend that I just found out has lost forty five pounds. Oh, wonderful! And I'm thinking, well, yeah, but to me, that's like that's half. That's a quarter of the man. How dieting. What What is the best approach you think as a nutritionist for how we should go about starting and creating a healthy plan, in, incorporate the balance idea, incorporate five vegetables mm-hmm. servings sure. a day? Um, what else would you say as part of the key to a diet, healthy nutritional approach? Most of the time, a lot of those extra calories, I had a good friend who also is losing weight right now. And he says, you know, all I did was eliminate fourths. Meaning you eat a, eat a meal, then you have seconds, and you have thirds, and then you have fourths. Uh, yeah, and so for it him, it was order. just back it down in order. You just get into the habit of just eating more and more and more and more, and so That's just true. stepping one little thing at a time. He didn't try to go from yeah. having fourths to having just one yeah. serving. He said, "Okay, I'm going to go back to just eating thirds," mm-hmm. and that was a great step for him. Another one you mentioned was just cutting out the pop. There's some research that said even diet pop inspires you to eat other calories, oh, even I though totally there's no calories it. in the pop. Yeah, so getting rid of. Uh, Soda. That's Plus, it probably that, yeah. just expands your stomach. I mean, at some point, if our stomach's getting expanding and expanding, we just got to keep filling that thing. Yeah, and the stomach can get a little bit bigger. Yeah, hmm. most of it's just your added, just your, your mental. It's, yeah. it's your appite. That well, you, you got to you buy the soda to somewhere. Learn to control it. So yeah. you're always in the store or the you know the burger stand buying your soda. Yep. Interesting stuff. And then, um, how do you like? What recommendations do you give to just? People, young families, if they're going to sit down and build a plan, is there somewhere they can go? Where do they go to get healthier information, accurate information that's not just marketing-based? Um, the, the government, the FDA, the food pyramid, all of that organization, the, my plate, I, I'm sorry, they've changed it, updated it now. But they have very good, solid information on websites, no extremes, good yeah. balance, moderation, all of these things that are So the, where, what's that the, are where would they go for that? MyPlate? MyPlate.gov. MyPlate.gov. That yeah. mm-hmm. And that's just Choose basic. MyPlate.gov, I think, is the actual Choose one. Choose MyPlate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Where can they get more information from you or about you, Dr. Parker? Uh, so you can know. find information on uh, me or contact information through the BYU website at byu.edu. Yeah. And uh, just search my search for my name is the easiest way to find it. That's good. So if yeah. I'm going to get rid of carbonated beverages, what beverage – and don't say water. Uh-oh. Other than water, should I drink? What beverage? Other than water, if yeah. you have to drink a beverage? Yes. Give well, me a beverage. Any kind of pop or anything like that, we call them special drinks at our house. They're very one occasional special occasions. Oh, that's a so good even idea. even fruit juices. We didn't talk about juice too much, but even fruit juices aren't doesn't have everything in there that, that the whole that the whole fruit does. And so juices are, are more of a specialty thing we don't have very often. And milk, sugar. milk is the other place we go. If you wanted to give give you a suggestion, oh yep. boy. But mostly water. Sounds yeah. like water. Mm-hmm. That's I all right. I, but I can't say water. That, no, that, you, you that just said other it. stuff it's, no, it's that too comes late. out of the tap. Tori, it's oh, too late. Oh, oh, right, no, it's no, out. Fine. It's out. Uh, no antioxidants there, but that's all right. Well, all right. I'll eat other fruit. Thank you, Dr. Tori Parker, uh, PhD, Doctor of Nutritional Sciences at Brigham Young University. Appreciate you being here. Glad to be here. Good insight. Thanks. We're going to have you back, I'm sure, to help us figure out other things like brownies and that stuff would be like fun that. To talk about. Appreciate you joining us. We'll be back after this break, folks, to the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Repurposed car parts are helping save newborns in developing countries. This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories behind the ideas that shape our future. Every year, more than a million at-risk newborns in developing countries die, in part from the lack of a warm, clean environment in which to grow stronger. The expensive neonatal incubators makes the life-saving equipment rare in many third-world countries. Even donated incubators tend to fall out of use quickly in rural areas due to maintenance costs and the lack of qualified repair technicians. A team of industrial designers, doctors, and rural health experts at nonprofit Design That Matters is taking a creative approach to solving this problem. They've designed incubators that are made from something that is readily available, even in remote areas used automobile parts. The NeoNurture incubators use common car headlights for heat, dashboard fans to supply air circulation, even door chimes have been repurposed as alarms to warn of potential heating system problems. Since the unorthodox incubator parts can be found locally, repairs can be made on-site. Ideally, local mechanics that are already familiar with the car components can be easily trained to make repairs to the incubators. A good mechanic very well could be a lifesaver. For Innovation Now, this is Crystal Browning. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us. This Tuesday on Audiophiles, veteran indie rock band Low elaborates on their 20-year musical career building on the developing slow core genre using their slow-paced, beautiful vocal harmonies. Catch this episode Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, on BYU TV. Sirius XM 143. BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Final segment of the show. We're going to wrap up our discussion about healthy foods, healthy eating. And you know what? I feel better already. I think I need a diet beverage. No, I don't. I just need water, and I need apparently just a lot more vegetables. As you can see with uh, Dr. Parker, it doesn't have to be complicated, and it doesn't have to be 
horrible. It just takes some focus, some energy. It takes a plan. It takes maybe some planning, some, uh, I don't know, just a little bit of energy. And the problem with it, I honestly believe, is we're all chasing our tail, trying to figure out why and how we can live another day and just get through this really, you know, crazy, hectic life. And then we, meanwhile, aren't, you know, filling up the tank. We're not getting healthier. We don't have time to exercise. And instead, we just slowly are withering away. Uh, Now, we're also being marketed to. So let's now take a little journey to a store, okay? Now, we're going to go to a store where they sell whole food. Not necessarily the Whole Food store. That's the brand. We're just going to go to one store out there where they sell Whole Food. And you may be surprised what you'll find there. One of our producers, Bryce Tobin, sauntered on down to a local food store and has quite a story for us. I am no stranger to food crimes. I once ate two triple cheeseburgers in one sitting, mostly because I didn't have a reason not to. And I'm still a little worried that my organs are going to make me pay for that later. But I have never been guilty of culinary hypocrisy. Today we're talking about food that's not atrocious for your health. So I went down to a whole food store to see how committed they are to providing healthy food opportunities. I walk in the door expecting a scent of patchouli and hemp, but the first thing I see is cupcakes. Seriously guys, cupcakes? That's putting your best foot forward? I round the corner to find energy drinks, a beverage that is used with the mentality... This will take years off the end of my life, but hopefully enable me to succeed right now when exhaustion is trying to hold me back. Next thing I found was a pizza that was made in-store, working off the assumption that its ingredients are not utter trash. If you were to cut it into eight slices, that's 340 calories per slice, and you'd better hope that pizza tastes awful. Otherwise, that second slice is going to look irresistible. And then it's all downhill from there, and you wake up and you wonder where that pizza went until you realize it's all inside you, or, uh is, uh, that's just me. Thankfully, they had a nice-looking hunk of halibut, my most favorite fish. Among the meats, I noticed a missing celebrity. There was no bacon. Disappointing? Yes. But we're talking food that won't ruin your future. And to be frank, this is probably a good move on their part. Then I heard it. If you were a 90s kid, or if you had kids in the 90s, you know exactly what this sound means. Here come the misters. Inspired by nostalgia, I decided this place can't be that bad, and I cannot in good conscience just write them off. Then I saw frozen corn dogs. On my way to the exit, I noticed all-natural ranch dressing. When it comes to food, I think we've abused the phrase all-natural the same way we've abused gourmet and 100% real to the point that they mean nothing. Gourmet coming out of my microwave? Why, yes, of course that makes perfect sense. And I would love to know where you found these dinosaur-shaped chickens to make these 100% real chicken nuggets. Call me crazy, but I don't think ranch dressing in and of itself is a natural product like, let's say, honey or milk. So I checked it out and I found that you get 4.75 calories per milliliter. And that's $9 a bottle, so I guess you get what you pay for. For our Corinne, I found some vegan A's in case you want to go vegan but couldn't live without mayonnaise and you wanted to utterly negate any of the positive effects of a vegan lifestyle. Then I saw an aisle full of soda and I was done. Look, I'm going to science you real fast. If you take in more calories than you expend in a day over the course of several years, you're going to face health issues. Doesn't matter if it's whole wheat, free range, low carb. It's only better than any other food in healthy, reasonable quantities. But do not fall for hypocrisy. Just because it's in a whole food store, that does not mean it's wholly good for you. Thank you, Bryce Tobin, for... um giving us a great education 
and apparently you need to eat healthier because it's always about bacon with you. We um, are trying to wrap this idea up. Now, how do you need to um, perform? What do you need to do? Think of your life. Think of your Think of your diet as you're driving home tonight, on the way home to feed those cute little munchkins of yours. Are you just going to stop by for a really quick burger because you love your kids and you want to get them to ball practice? What can you do tonight? We don't want the show to just give you a bunch of ideas if you're not going to go home and take them and take them to the next level. So I want you to ask yourself, what is one thing you need to do better with your diet to be healthier? And maybe some of the information that Dr. Parker shared with us will help. Balance, moderation, right? All things in moderation. Even a little whipped cream if it will help eat a lot more um, of those great fruits and berries. Some creativity. Let's stir in just a little bit of creativity and see if we can't uh, find a creative way to either trick or help or in, you know, excite our children about eating healthier. And maybe most importantly, some discipline. Um, here's some great quotes by by people that uh, that might have some you know insight into some of this. The funniest one for me was Mark Twain. He said, "The only way to keep your health is to eat what you don't want, to drink what you don't like, and do what you'd rather not." Now that's Mark Twain. That see, so even healthy back then was hard, right? Ralph Waldo Emerson said, "The first wealth is health." Maybe the best inheritance you could leave your family are some habits about eating healthier foods. Even if you could just figure out how to get them the five servings of vegetables or fruits a day. What if that was the only real thing we could leave our kids is how to, how to sneak that into their diet? Another one, um, time and health are two precious assets that we don't recognize and appreciate until they have been depleted. And um, finally, happiness is nothing more than good health and a bad memory. If we could easily, more easily forget the troubled problems of the past, and also if we could just figure out a way to eat a healthier meal every day, you know what? We'd probably all find a little bit more happiness. That's the challenge to all of you. Take that one thing, that one idea that you learned on the show that you need to start incorporating. Go take back your family. Don't just keep chasing the marketers that keep feeding you lines. Instead, go start chasing healthy habits and start feeding your family. Thanks for joining us. If you want to drop us a line or or just email us, you can do that at mattchat at byu.edu. Again, join us Monday through Friday on on this same station. You're listening to the Matt Townsend Show. Hope to talk to you tomorrow on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. KBYU-FM, HD2, Provo. The following is a production of BYU Broadcasting in cooperation with the Brigham Young University Division of Continuing Education. As I prepared to record today, the thought occurred to me, it's mid-June. Now, one of the many reasons I love to be on the BYU campus in mid-June is because the linden trees are in full aromatic bloom. Just